the prophets. Feeling lost? Don't know where to turn. Need a breakthrough? Well, it's here, my friend. Welcome to the prophets. Your host, Prophet Jason Leopard. Good evening, guys. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. Good evening, good evening. Uh, we're we're going to do something a little different tonight. Um, uh, let's see here. Good evening, Debbie. Good evening, sister. Good evening. We're going to do something a little different tonight. We're going to do something a little different tonight. Okay, guys, we're going to do something a little different tonight. We are recording this. You can go back on uh, www.thekingdomradio.com, and you can listen to these. Uh, We are pre-recording these, so you can listen to these. Go back and listen to them, share them with a friend, whatever you want to do. Go to iHeartRadio or anything like that. Or you can go to... um, you can sow a seed tonight, guys. Get your seed in because increase. Listen, if you don't sow, there'll be no harvest for you, okay? You got to sow seed for a harvest. But tonight, I will encourage you before we get started, you can go to www.godsaverministries.com forward slash partnership. Listen, we need your help in this last hour. We are trying to get the gospel out through all this social media and all that stuff. We're not stopping. We're not regrouping. We're not quitting. We're not slowing down. We're going forward in Jesus' name. We're going forward in Jesus' name. We got another ministry on here from uh, um, Pensacola, Florida, Apostle Jackie Summers. He is on Monday nights. Uh, If you guys want to go to his thing on Monday nights, if you don't have nothing to do, pick up your phone and dial that number. Listen. I'm telling you, we are not stopping until we preach the gospel until the end of the world, okay? We're not slowing down. We're not stopping. We're not doing anything. We're going forward in Jesus' name. If you guys want miracle water, miracle water, we still got the miracle water here. We need your address. You need to go to our site, sign up. You'll see a sign-up uh, list. Go to GodSavingMinistries.com. You can sign up there. It'll just pop up at you. You sign up, give us your email, and uh, it'll, it'll have where you can fill out a uh, your address, and we'll send you this miracle water in the mail. We believe God spoke to me. Well, I believe it. God spoke to me about this miracle water. When it touches you, God's going to heal your finances. God's going to heal your body. Whatever this touch it touches. Uh. Debbie, yeah, I got your address here, sister. That that's fine. Uh, I really need Debbie. Do you, are you on our emailing list, sister? I'm not sure if you are. We need to make sure we got your email. If that's fine, uh, throw your email up here, and I'll manually put it in. Uh, just, I don't really like people doing that on here, but uh. I mean, your address and everything. I don't want everybody to have your address, sister. And that's why I don't I don't really like that. So, But anyways, let's, let's, let's see what God has for us tonight. Y'all ready? Let's see what God has for us tonight. All right, we're going to get in the Word tonight. We're going to be talking about humility. We're going to be talking about being humble tonight. It is very important to be humble. Now, I don't know if you guys come expecting a word from God, and this 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 word is fixing to change your life. It changed my life, so it's going to change your life, okay? It's going to change your life and not to a point. I just got a call said I was approved for a new car. Please stand with me. 
I'll get it tomorrow. Praise God, sister. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. We got we got a testimony on here already. Debbie's got a new car. Praise God. I like to hear good news. You know what I'm saying? I love good news. Hallelujah. I love good news. But anyways, guys, we're going to be talking about being humble tonight, okay? We're going to be talking about being humble in humility. The Bible, and I'll start off with this. Second Chronicles says, if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my what? Face. Not my hand, but my face. Look to your neighbor and say, not my hand. Not my hand, but my face. Listen. We don't need to seek God's hand. We need to seek his face. Why do we need to seek his face? Because God knows what we need to do. Everybody's got a wheel. We got a wheel. You got a wheel. We we all got wheels. But God's got a wheel too for you. <laughs> See, Jesus had a wheel. Jesus had a wheel, but God has a wheel too. Come on. Now, here's the, here's the dilemma here. Seek my face. Humility is a key. Watch this. Humility is a key to get under God's grace. God said, my grace is efficient for your weaknesses. But see, we look at Paul when Paul was in a state of democracy, Paul was in a state of needing help with his thorn in the flesh, he called it, of, of a, a Satan buffer, buffed at him. Anyways, God sent that thorn in his flesh and would not take it away because God needed Paul to stay humble. God sometimes don't take things out of our life because we need to stay humble. And that's what the very thing he don't take out of our life is the very things that keep us humble. See, God sometimes puts you in a situation and he won't allow this situation to be put from you because he needs to keep you humble. See, without humility, you can't walk with God. We got to understand Jesus humbled himself all the way to the cross. Somebody shout amen. Listen, humility is what's going to get you in God's grace and God's favor. Mm, who needs God's favor tonight? I'm talking about favors, not fair. I'm talking about when you go down the road and you miss a wreck about two minutes after you. Come on, somebody. Listen, you missed the wreck two minutes after you. Somebody died in a car wreck. That's what happened to me today. Two minutes after I passed, there was a car wreck behind me, and the guy had a heart attack and died. Listen, we know this fella. It's, it's Penny's kin folks that died, so y'all keep them in your prayers. But I'm just saying, sometimes God's favor is on your life because of your humility. See, we need God's grace. Grace is different than mercy. Grace is different than mercy. See, the mercy of God gives us the ability, him to the ability to forgive our sin. But the grace of God puts us in right standing with God when we don't deserve it. Come on, somebody got to shout amen. But how do we get God's grace in our life? Through humility. God gives grace to the humble. Watch this, guys. I'm going to read you some scriptures to prove what I'm saying. I'm going to give you some evidence. Y'all ready for evidence? And listen what humility means, a promise of Christian grace. Ain't that wonderful? Ain't that wonderful what humility means? A promise of Christian grace. And listen what Romans 12, 3 says, I say unto thee, through grace is given unto me, even man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to to thank, but to thank him, thank soberly according as God has dealt with every man a measure of faith. See, pride don't come until it's till you start getting things. Come on, somebody who deals with pride. 
See, I'm going to tell you something. Pride can't ride with God, folks. But you will not deal with pride until it's offered to you. Until you put up on this pedestal, until God gives you this power of grace, we got to understand when he gives us that power of grace, that grace gives us abilities to pull through. The grace gives us ability to pull through. Now watch this. In Romans 5, 17, I have therefore, I may glory through Jesus Christ in those things which pertain to God. I'm going to read that one more time. In Romans 15, 17 says, I have therefore, I may glory through Jesus Christ. Listen, he's telling you to glory through Jesus Christ, not through you. Let me tell you what. When people used to come up to me all the time and I prophesied over them and I watched people be healed and come out of wheelchairs, they say, oh, Jason, you done it. No, 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 no. Don't you dare give me the glory. I don't deserve no glory. I don't deserve any glory. You understand that? It's nothing that I say tonight or nothing that changes your life tonight that I deserve any glory. He deserves the glory, folks. He just said it in 17, I have therefore, I may glory through Jesus Christ into things which pertain to God. In 1 Corinthians 3, 5 through 7, who's Paul, an apostle, but ministers by beloved, even though the Lord gave every man, I have planted, apostle has watered, but God gives the increase. See, we might plant, we might water, but only God can give the increase, folks. We can pray. We can water it. We can do all these things. We can do it. But only God gives the increase. Ain't that wonderful? Give you a little bit more scripture here. Philippians 4, 11 through 13. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned whatever state that I am therein to be content. I have both learned to be a bound, I've loathed to burn, to be a base. But in every state, in all things, I've instructed to be full and I've instructed to be hungry, but both are bound to suffer in need, but I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's being humility. This is a state of mind well-pleasing to God, 1 Peter 3, 4. But I let it be hidden in the man of the heart and which is not corrupted, even to the army of a meek. Now watch this. First Peter 3, 4. But let be it let it be in the hidden man of the heart. And that which is not corruptible. Even the ornament of a meek, quiet spirit. Wow. That's a sign of humility being meek and quiet. See, God sometimes wants you to shut up and listen. See, that's a sign of being humility. I'm teaching you how to be humble tonight, folks. We need to humble ourselves. Quit being so arrogant and prideful. That's a sign of walking in humility. Watch this, guys. Watch this. Which is in the sight of God of a great price. I'm going to read that one more time. 1 Peter 3, 4. But let it be in the hidden of a man's heart and that which is not corruptible, even to the arguments of, of, a quick, uh, of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. Did you hear what I just said? Meek and being quiet is a sign of humility. You don't always have to talk. You know that? God told me one time, he said, I, I was praying in my closet. Watch this. I was praying in my closet, and uh, I, I went in there and prayed, and and I was just praying. You know how we do. We get religious, right? We get, oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Then we talk in tongues a little while, and then we pray, 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 and we say all these words, and God said, son, you talk way too much. See, see Jesus demonstrated, and, and watch this, guys. You got to get this. Jesus demonstrated it in Matthew. 
when he told the Sadducees, he said, don't be like the Sadducees because they think for their many speeches they'll be heard. That's a sign of being humble, guys. You don't have to tell this big old long prayer. See, see, our problem is everybody wants to be heard. Everybody wants to show light. Everybody wants the mic. But nobody wants to listen. They want to talk. They want to be heard. My God, I got people on Miracle Night. They, they typing like crazy, just wanting to be heard. I want to be heard. Sometimes God wants you to shut up. Sometimes God wants you to just be quiet and listen. Sign of humility. Sign of humility. It perceives the soul in trenches. Watch this. In Psalms, see, God's wanting you to listen to this, but you're so busy, you got to talk, talk, talk. Oh, I got to talk, I got to tell this, I got to tell that. Sometimes God wants you to stand still and listen. You know what God taught me one time? It's better, it's quick to be, it's slow to speak, but quick to listen. God listens to us more than he talks. You understand that? God don't got a big mouth like we do. I promise you, he don't talk as much as we do. My God, some people will talk your freaking ears off. I'm not joking. They will talk you to, I'm thinking, my God, would you shut up so I can say something? That's a sign of pride. They got too much pride. They want to be heard. Jesus wouldn't care about being heard. He wasn't. Let's carry on. Psalm 69, 32. Watch this, 32. The humble shall see this and be glad, and your heart shall live and seek God. Watch this. And in Psalm 69, 33, so, for the Lord heareth the poor and despiseth not the prisoners. I'm giving you some scriptures, guys. I'm, I'm just giving you some scriptures here of humility. These are about humility, guys. And Proverbs 16, 18 says, Pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before what? A fall. Let me tell you something God can't stand, guys, is pride. God cannot operate with you. God cannot use you when you're operating in pride. And, you know, I asked God this morning. He spoke to me. He said, Son, you got to walk with me with humility in your heart. You got to humble yourself. You got to keep yourself humbled. See, First Second Chronicles says, "If my people that are called by my name will humble themselves." God gives us the ability to humble ourselves. Don't make God humble us. I hate he. I hate eating humble pie. That's what Jackie said today. I hate eating humble pie. I've ate it before. Sometimes God has to humble people, has to take things from them just to humble them. Guys, I'm telling you, you don't want to, you, you don't want God to humble you. I would rather have God gives us grace. Watch this. God wants to give us grace to humble ourselves. See, that's how we attain God's grace. The Bible said, watch this, guys. Listen to this. Noah found grace in God's eyes. You know how he found it? You know how God, you know how Noah found grace in God's eyes by listening to what he said to do. My God. So otherwise, he didn't say, Lord, how can I save this world? No, God spoke to him and told him how to save this world. But he humbled himself under the mighty hand of God and did what he told him to do. That's how he found God's grace. My God, that's good. That's going right over y'all's head. Maybe you'll get it later. I don't know. Let's go back to this, guys. Let's go back to this. Proverbs 16, 18. I want y'all to get this, this, this right here in your heart. Pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit, a haughty spirit, I said a haughty spirit before a fall. A haughty spirit before a fall. Listen to this, guys. Listen to this. 
in Matthew eleven twenty nine, I'm giving you some scripture. I like giving evidence. I, I don't like telling you guys something and not showing you evidence. So I'm saying. So here we go. Here we go, guys. And Matthew eleven twenty nine says, Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. And this is what Jesus says now about humility. We're learning humility tonight, guys. For I am meek and I am lowly in heart, and you shall find rest in your souls. What did he say? Learn of me. See, this is a learning process. This is a learning process. We must learn how to walk in humility and humbleness before our Lord. You cannot walk in arrogance and pride. And believe me, I can smell pride. I can see pride on people. They do not want to listen to you. They they talk more and they listen. Come on. You can tell they're, they've got the stench of pride and arrogance all over them. I am learning to listen more than I talk. That is a sense of pride. When you go up to somebody, yank, 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 that's all they do. Yank, 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 yank. I'm like, would you shut the freak up? And would you listen for a minute? Maybe if you do, you can find direction in your life. Tell you, it's powerful to listen if you'll just do it sometime and practice it. Jesus said in life eleven twenty nine, he says, take my yoke upon you. Learn of me, he says, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall what? Find rest unto your souls. Otherwise, if you learn of him and you take his yoke upon you, you'll sleep better at night. My Lord, you're asleep like a baby. He giveth his beloved sleep. God wants you to sleep good tonight because you're learning how to be meek. You're learning how to be lowly. You're learning how to walk in humility before your God. Matthew 18, 4. Whosoever thou sure shall humble himself as little children, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. My God, this is good. I don't know if y'all getting it. Hello, Tawana. Hello, sister. Hey, listen, we got to humble ourselves, guys. In Matthew 18, 4, whosoever therefore shall humble himself. Listen, God gives you the ability to humble yourself, folks. It's very easy. You just got to do it. Be like Nike, just do it. You know that check sign on them Nike shirts that says, just do it? Just do it. Watch this. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as a little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Luke 14, 11, who for whosoever exalted himself and shall be abased, he that humble himself shall be what? Exalted. See, God wants to exalt you, but he cannot do it unless you humble yourself. God cannot exalt you until you humble yourself. Maybe you'll get that later. I don't know. You need to go back and listen. Go back to this recording and listen on uh, www.thekingdomradio.com. Listen, go back to the podcast. Go back and listen to this if you have to. Luke 14, 11, I'm going to say it again. For whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. In Philippians 2, 3 to 11, let nothing be done, watch this, through strife and vanity, but in lowliness of mind, let each of you esteem each other better than himself. Otherwise, this is a sign of humility too when we brag about somebody else's ministry study your own. See, I, I gave an illustration to Jackie one day. A guy come up to my Harley-Davidson. I own a, a Street Glide 2017 Harley-Davidson. He come up to my bike. He said, man, you got a beautiful bike. I said, do you have a bike? He said, yeah, it's right over there. I said, let's go look at your bike. See, I got my eyes off of my bike, and I wanted to get my eyes on him and exalt his bike instead of mine. See, that's a sign of humility. 
when we exalt each other's ministry, when we get carry on about somebody else's ministry instead of our own, when we carry on about somebody else instead of our own, we're not exalting ourselves, we're exalting others. My God, that's a sign of humility too. I just read it to you, Philippians 2, 3 through 11. Let nothing be done through strife and vanity, but in the lowliness of mind let each esteem another better than themselves. Let not every man of his own things, but every man also on the things of others. That means, this is what this means, guys. Don't lift yourself up to this pedestal. Lift others up. Exalt others. And when you do that, you're humbling yourself. You're getting that grace. God's grace is efficient. That's how you get God's grace, by walking in humility. James 4.10, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord shall lift you up. I'm going to read that one more time. James 4.10, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Did you hear me tonight? Has anybody hearing out there on podcast land? Is anybody hearing out there on radio land? Is anybody hearing tonight? Humble yourself in the sight of God, and he shall lift you up. We got to learn to walk in this humility, guys. We got to learn to walk in this. We got to be humble as Jesus was humble. He was a good illustration. Jesus humbled himself all the way to the cross. He came to serve. He didn't come to be served. He came to serve. That's another sign of humility. When we serve others. Listen what he says in Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. He says, come unto me all your labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. My God. See, we've been carrying heavy burdens because we've been doing it our way, Jackie. We've been doing it our way. We've been doing it our way, and God says, you know what? When you humble yourself and start doing it my way, then you'll find rest for your souls. You'll find rest. Watch this. In Matthew 23 through 12, whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased, and he that humble himself shall be exalted. In 1 Peter 5, 5 through 6, likewise, you younger, listen to this. Don't hang up the line. You got to listen to this. In 1 Peter 5, 5 through 6, likewise, you younger, submit yourself unto your elders. I'm going to say that one more time. Likewise, you younger. So there is younger people on here. There is people that's younger and, and people that's over somebody in the Lord. It's always. Likewise, you younger, submit yourself unto your elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another. All of you be subject one to another. Be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud and give grace. Watch this. Do you need God's grace tonight? Then you've got to learn to walk in humility. Listen, God's grace is sufficient. What's God's grace about, guys? God's grace is not putting you right with him. It's putting you in his favor. Listen, none of you deserve a nice car. None of you deserve a brand new house. None of you deserve to be healed tonight. But if when you're in God's grace, you're going to be healed, you're going to be have the favor of God, you're going to walk where Joseph, the king of dreams, walked, the coat of many colors. Come on, somebody. Somebody needs to shout tonight because God is fixing to put you in his favor and under his grace. Listen, his grace is even efficient for your weaknesses. You understand that Abraham was walking in God's grace? Why? Because God took up for him. Even when he lied about his wife, 
So even when you're doing wrong, God will take up for you because you're under his grace because you humble yourself. Humble yourself. Likewise, you younger, submit yourself unto your elder, yea, of all of you. Be subject one to another. Be clothed with humility. He said clothe yourself with it. That means when you put on a jacket in the morning, you wrap it all around you, that humility. My God, I love humility, don't you? I love being humble. For God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. See, we need God's grace. You need God's grace. I need God's grace. Grace is not standing right with God. That don't have nothing to do with grace. Grace is when God says, listen, I know you want this nice home, but I'm giving you grace for the moment. I know you're struggling in your sin and you're struggling with things in your life, but I'm going to give you grace to stand that. And that's what Paul was said when, when, when he was, when he had his thorn in the flesh, he said, son, my grace is efficient even in your weaknesses. Let me tell you something. God will give you a grace moment even when you don't deserve it. My God, because you humbled yourself. Because you humbled yourself. Humility versus grace. You want God's grace? Humble yourself. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. You don't always have to be heard. It's time sometimes to listen. Be an ear to somebody. You ever thought about that? I know it's hard sometimes when you've been put up on a pedestal for so long. Listen what he says right here. God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. He's given you the ability to do it yourself. Don't let God humble you, folks. I'm going to tell you, this is the key to getting God's right standing. This is a key to getting God's favor. This is a key where you think, God, you know what? You just Sometimes, Jackie, I just think God's got favor on me. Just like today, I was riding down the road, just told y'all earlier, I just passed a wreck fatality. A guy died in a car. You know what I'm saying? I just passed it. That's favor. That's God's grace. God said, I'm going to put you in the right moment at the right time so you can miss that car wreck. Jackie, there's so much grace that's been shed over my life, I don't even know what to do with it sometimes. I don't. I'm thinking, God, why, why do you have so much grace on me? He said, because you've got humility. You found how to walk with me, son. You found how to walk with me. You found how to walk with me. You found how to walk with me. You found this humility at what I've been wanting you to walk in. My God, my God. Listen to this, guys. Listen, listen. Humble yourself there under the mighty hand of God, and he may exalt you. He may exalt you in due time. Jackie, I want you to get on here, brother, if you would, right quick. If you could call in right quick. I want Jackie to get on here right quick if you can, brother. I want to introduce y'all to a great apostle, been a good friend of mine. He, he's He's been here through the thick and thin. I've been there through the thick and thin. And I just want to exalt his ministry tonight. I want to exalt him. And that's what humility does, guys. It exalts the other more than I. And I want to encourage you guys on Monday night, he's got a radio broadcast. I mean, not a radio broadcast, I'm sorry. He's got a conference call. You guys join it. You know, pick up the phone. If you ain't doing nothing, pick up the phone and, and join the conference call. I'm sure you that God will touch you there. God will touch you there. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. He may exalt you in due time. In due time. In due time. 
And I just want to introduce y'all to uh, Jackie Summers here from uh, Menlo, Florida. Well, I call him Pensacola, Florida. I don't call it Menlo, but I call it Pensacola. I, I, I want him to speak right quick for you guys. And I, I just want to share this this fellow. He, he's been a real special apostle to me. He's walked with me through storms. I've walked with him through storms. But all in all together, He's been a he's been a, a good friend of mine, good good friend, and and I've helped him in his ministry. He's helped me in mine, and that's what we do as Christians. We we help each other. We don't try to compete with one another, but we try to get this gospel out, folks. We try to get this gospel out. I'm I'm gonna let him introduce himself to you guys. Good evening, everybody. This is Apostle Jackie Summers from. Uh, well, they say Pensacola. I, I really, it's really Molino, Florida, but it's right in the Pensacola area. And I've known Brother Jason for four years. Uh, uh, let's put it this way. We have had our ups. We have had our downs. We have had our inside and outside. We have, uh, you know, as good friends, you know, friends, uh, we, we test each other. We test each metal that we wear. See, we have middle what we got to be tested by. See, God said, I try you, test you, see if I can try you. And see, me and my brother has been tested in many areas of our life. Uh, let me share this, Brother Jason. Back in, I say February, January or February, I, I thought my ministry was going through the roof and everything. And all of a sudden, right out of the blue, right out of the blue, Brother Jason came to me and said, Hey, brother, whap, what was that? A two before. What was it? He was getting my attention to see where I was in God. Was I working? Was I walking in God? Was I seeing God? No. I thought Jackie was on the top of the roof, but who was on the roof? That's God. See, Sometimes we got to take a reality check and sit down and allow God to intervene. And then I, uh, I got with a sister. She brought me up to a point. And later on, I was talking to a lady prophet. And she said, is a man going to come into your life? And all God was doing, he was just bringing Brother Jason back into my life. And when he brought him back into my life, I finally got into alignment in God. Alignment. See, he's my elder brother. He's my he's he's the watchman on the wall for me and over this ministry. We're just now getting up our conference calls again. Excuse me. And see what we're doing right now, we got to get into alignment in God. And see. God has been testing my mettle for the last few months. Well, see, the Bible says he'll try and test you, see where you're at. And one day, Brother Jason, we was talking, and he said, you're going to have to go to sleep. And I said to myself, what's he talking about? i got to go to sleep. If you remember in the scriptures, he talked about a, the scripture where the devil don't want me to talk, brother. He does not want me to talk. And it was where Abraham, I was going, I'm trying to say Abraham. It's not Abraham. It was Adam. See, Adam was put to sleep and a warm mind came out of him. And see, was out of the side. But see what God's trying to do. He's trying to put me to sleep to bring woman out of me. What is the woman? The church. The church of the ministry. He's trying to me die out and rise up in him. And see now, and we got a confirmation, uh, what was it, last Sunday, David E. Taylor preached the same message, and Brother Jason sent me the link to it, and Brother, it hit home with me. It really hit home with me. And see, me and Brother Jason is learning to temper ourselves. We get together daily, me and him, my brother does. And we speak on the word of God. 
to each other. And the brother helps me, and I, I help him. But see, I'm going to say it like it is. He's the watchman on the wall to help me to be walking in the light of God. The light of God. The light of God. The light of God. See, you've got to have a light to walk by. You've got to walk into an understanding of the kingdom of God. And see, what is the kingdom? Me and you. See, the scripture said he has come into us. That's that's Christ. That's the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit has come into us to bring us into alignment in him. Alignment. See, if we don't have the alignment of God, how can we walk in humility as the brother is saying? How can we walk in humility? How can we walk and strive with the Lord? See, we got to die out for, see, less of me and more of him. More of him. More of him. And that's what it's about. And thank you, brother, for we do a Monday night. I'm going to share this, too. Monday night, we do a conference call. We don't do a teaching, but what we do is a discussion board. And we discuss the Word of God. We throw a lot into the pot, and we discuss it. It's what they call chewing the cud. They, you stir that pot and see what comes out of that pot. And sometimes it might come bitter water, but sometimes it comes good water. Because, see, anything in God is good. That's what I have, Brother Jason. Yes. It's yours, brother. Okay. okay. Um, um, turn down your feedback, turn down brother. Turn your I feedback, think brother. I think it's... Uh, let, me, let me do this, brother. Feedback here. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Uh, that better? Yeah, that's better. No, it's not feeding back as bad. Uh, anyways, guys, we 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 need to walk in humility. And I, as I read the finish off the scriptures here, and there's all kind of scriptures on humility. You know, and my favorite is First Peter five five. Likewise, you younger, submit yourself unto your elders. You know. And the reason why it says submit yourself unto your elders, what makes somebody an elder in the Lord? What makes somebody an elder in the Lord? It's because your love for him, you've been tested, you've been tried. Let, let me make let, let me refer something to you guys. What makes you an elder in the Lord is you've been tested, you've been tried, God has proven you. See, the Bible says in 2 Timothy 2.15, study to show yourself approved unto God. But what does that word study actually mean? Let's, let's look at word study. I, I'm going to show you guys something right quick. When it means study, does, does that mean get in your word and study and go to Bible college and all this stuff? No, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you all something right quick. Just give me a minute. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show y'all the word study, what it means. Y'all need to look up the meaning of these words. The meaning of study. Come on, guys. The meaning of the word study. Watch this. I'm going to show you something. The meaning of word study. I'm going somewhere with this. Okay, study means to test. That's what it means. Now watch this. Watch this, guys. Watch this. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you guys something right quick. Just give me a minute. Give me just one second, guys. I'm going to show you guys something. I'm going to show you what God has showed me. This is what God has showed me, what study means. Study means to study someone's nature. Now, that can mean studying the Word of God to know God better. You want to know God? Study about him. Learn what he did in the Old Testament. But study actually means to acknowledge something 
to acknowledge something you're, that you're interested in. Otherwise, if we want to know God better, then we got to study. We got to learn. Jesus said, learn of me for I am meek and lowly. See, we got to learn. And that's one thing, Brother Jackie, people don't like is a good teaching. They don't, brother. They run. They don't want to. You know, when I went to church years ago, my favorite time was Sunday school. You know why? Because I learned something in Sunday school. <laughs> See, I go to church to learn things, guys. I don't go. I don't come on here to not acknowledge and learn things. I want to learn things, Brother Jackie. I want to learn. Jesus said, learn of me. If we don't learn, we're not growing, guys. If we don't learn anything, it's like that bike out there. When I first got that motorcycle, I had to learn about that motorcycle. I had to learn how to, now I know how to change the oil on that thing. I know how to change the tires on it. I know how to check everything on that bike now. I know how to pop off my seat, pop off this, pop off that. You know, I've learned of that bike, and I've learned how to ride it, and I've even got my license now, thank God. Hallelujah. But I have learned these things. You see what I'm saying? We learn these things. But the thing is, we don't want to sit down and listen to a good teaching. Because that's where we grow. My people perish from what? Lack of knowledge. Lack of what? Knowledge of understanding. We don't understand God. We don't it's like grace. Y'all didn't know how to attain grace. I didn't know how to attain grace until the Holy Spirit teaches us these things that we need to know about grace. Grace is not a, let me tell y'all something, grace is not like mercy. See, when you come to God, you had mercy. You got in God's mercy. God's mercy is forgiving you of your sin, but God's grace is putting you in a place that you don't even deserve. His grace is fishing for my weakness. Lord, you know I was weak, but you're strong. You overlook my weaknesses. You put me in places I don't even deserve. And guys, I don't know about you. I want God's grace in my life. And no, it's not a greasy grace either. Because grace is not like that. Grace is a sign of humility. That's how we get God's grace. His grace is sufficient in our weaknesses. But how do we attain God's grace? Through our humility and being humble. Let me, let me demonstrate something to you guys. Get you better to understand what I'm talking about. When you're riding down the road and you pass a wreck two minutes behind you, you could have been in that wreck if you left the house Two minutes earlier, you could have been riding that wreck and died. But God told you to leave four minutes earlier to pass that wreck two minutes. That's God's grace. Do you understand it's God's grace? Do you understand a guy come to my house today and he had a uh, thing on his nose? This, this, is like, this is no lie. You can ask my wife. He come to my house and he had something on his nose like a breathing machine. I said, son, can I, may I ask what's happened to you? He said, I got COVID. Watch this. I'm going to show you guys something. He said, I got COVID and I got pneumonia in my lungs and I'm out of work for six months and I'm sitting here. I ain't been out of work yet. That's God's grace. God's grace is on my life. That's God's grace, folks. When you didn't deserve it and didn't know how you got it, but I tell you how I got it, another sign of being humble is when you tithe. When you when you tell God my finances, Lord, it's yours. I'm going to give you 10%. I'm going to humble myself and give you 10% of all my income. That's a sign of humility. And that's how you attain grace. You understand what I'm talking about here, guys? See, I can take my money and put it in the banking account. I don't have to give God none of it. But I do. I have been for years. You want to know why I can contain grace? 
You, you want to know why God saves my life when everybody else is going under? You want to know why I stay healthy when everybody else is getting sick? I got God's grace. Why? Because I humble myself before the mighty hand of God. Listen. Listen to me. We'll be finishing in just a second. God's grace, we all need it, folks. We all need God's grace. It's a wonder. Jackie, you hadn't got COVID yet either, brother. That's God's grace. A lot of you tonight is sitting here listening to me. You probably hadn't got COVID either. It's God's grace. This boy pulled up in my driveway, and he had this um, thing on his mouth and a breathing machine and everything else. I said, son, may I ask what's happened to you? He says, well, I got pneumonia in my lungs through COVID. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm talking to you guys tonight? You need God's grace. And I'm going to give you the ability to sow. If you want to sow a seed tonight, and I challenge you right now, there's four people on here on this podcast tonight. There's four people. I challenge you to sow a $25 seed tonight. I'll challenge you. Sow a $25 seed. I've never put a price on a seed. I've never done that, but tonight I am. I'm going to put a price on the seed if you sow a $25 seed, God said, I, my grace will be efficient for you. My God, I've never done this, Jackie. I've never done it, but I'm going to obey the Holy Ghost tonight. He said, if you sow a $25 seed, I'll give you grace when everybody else ain't got no grace. People now is sitting right by you. That's all right, sister. If you want to make a promise vow, that's fine. You want to make a promise vow tonight? God's laying it on your heart to make a promise vow. Say, Lord, I'm going to sow that $25 seed. I'm in tonight. It don't matter when you do it, sister. Just as long as you do it. As long as you do it. And God said tonight, when you sow that $25 seed, God's going to give you grace, grace for the next three or four months. Guys, I'm going to tell you, I need grace more than two or, two or, three, two or three months. <laughs> I need God's grace every day. You understand what I'm saying? But the thing is, this is how we humble ourselves, by being obedient to him and listen to his commands and listen to what he's telling us. My God, I feel the anointing tonight. And I'm going to say this all in all. 